Hello and welcome to the Lock In Podcast, the show that lifts the lid on life in the pub trade by those working in it. I'm the morning advertiser's Ed Beddington, and with me as ever are my two favourite co-hosts, my only co-hosts, Heath Ball and Nikki Thatcher. Heath Ball was famously voted Pub Personality of the Year shortly before the world was plunged into chaos with the pandemic. Now, some might say the two events were connected and the world needed to reset following that shock decision, but I couldn't possibly say that. Thanks. You're welcome. Nikki, meanwhile, is a core part of the team, the backbone, if you will, of the morning advertiser. The fact that backbone resembles the arthritic, stooped and crooked spine of a 98-year-old is just a coincidence. Oh, ha, ha, ha. So ageist. You can't say stuff like that anymore. You get cancelled. She's young. I am young. Thank you. Don't, don't break my podcast equipment here. Right, guys, lovely to have you with us, Nikki. said I had to say that, so I'm supposed to be nicer to you both. So, yeah. Um, that's okay. a star, isn't it? We are recording this at the Brewdog in Waterloo, and we're actually in their podcast studio. As Heath keeps complaining, everything is too noisy. Is this better, Grandad? No, it's just people complain to me. They can't hear the podcast. Well, I'll turn, I, I do try to turn you down on the regular basis, <laughs> on the basis that uh, I don't need to hear you ranting, but... Yeah. Um, we are going to be talking about quizzes in this episode of the podcast by special request from Heath Ball, who's uh, d- a massive... D- just for the record, I hate podcasts. I hate <laughs> I hate quizzes. I can't think of anything bloody worse than a quiz. Brilliant. Uh, so the... Uh, well, set the tone right there. I was going to say, is that because you're terrible at them? No, I'm quite, I'm quite, you know, my are general you? knowledge is amazing. Well, mm-hmm. we'll find out at the end. You two, I'm surprised you're reporters, honestly. The, the, the amount of general knowledge and the amount of news stories you have no idea about, daily. We do, because you tell us every single news story. We just rely on you for that. Yeah. So, Anyway, can I, can I get back to the intro? Sorry, yeah. go on. Yeah. So, the uh, great pub quiz is almost as iconic as the pub roast, which you made us talk about the other day, Heath. So, um, But how do you get it right? Uh, we'll be hearing from a range of experts today, including world record holder Richard Curtis of the Peacock Farm. What's the record um, for? <laughs> longest running uh, pub quiz oh my god it's your possibly <laughs> that, your worst worst nightmare <laughs> anyway I'm going to look forward to that that's going to be brilliant isn't yep. it uh, we'll be getting technical with Mark Walsh of Quizbit Alan Leach of Speed Quizzing and Adam Castleton of Startle we'll be talking about how to run the best quizzes with operators Adrian Clayton of the Fortescue Arms in Devon and Pete Wilson and Pete Marshall of the King's Arms in Bexley Heath and we'll be put through our paces at the end by Quizmaster Richard Porter of hashtag quiz to finish. So. God, it's like it's like the guy, all the boffins at school have got together and bought a pub. That's what a pub quiz is like, isn't it? You're so horrible. <laughs> just because you're shit at pub quizzes, don't pub take quizzes. it out on us. I, I, I mean, just, you know, sometimes I have to drink a lot, so I, you know. Go on, carry on. Let's, let's <laughs> well, get this out. That's just your excuse for everything, isn't it? Sometimes I have to drink I mean, a lot. I've been drinking three days. Really? What's that in your hand? Three days. <laughs> Okay, okay, two and a half days, down three days a day. Yeah, all right, calm down. Indeed. Right, uh, before we get to all of that and enjoy tormenting Heath with um, the joy of these pub quizzes, let's have a chat about what's going on. Um, March trade, how's it been? I'm seeing Well, the weather's people. not helping anybody, is it? No. No. No, do you know what I mean? Even if you've got a really country pub with loads of wooden fire, wood fires and stuff, you're still going to be suffering. Cause so wooden fires wouldn't last that long. Fires, yeah. But um, no, I don't think, you know, it's really, I think, I looked at photos from last year and everybody was wearing t-shirts and had the gardens a bit busy. Yeah, someone said, do you remember, yeah. not that I want to bring this up, but, because um, obviously pubs weren't open, but that March of lock, the first lockdown. Oh, it was amazing. It was like yeah. summer all day, yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah. Now. God, God hates pubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Hunt. On you and Hate pubs. God, oh, so it's probably more, uh, yeah. Um, 
I must admit, I, I'm seeing people sort of saying, you know, they've seen business tail off. But do you think it's just weather? Or, I think it's weather. Yeah. I, think, I think it's weather and also the, the cost of living. And I think people are just a bit more careful and they're choosing the days they go out and spend money. I mean, yeah. why would you go out when it's freezing cold and mm. unless you don't want to turn your heating on? I mean, some are, some are saying the Six Nations has, has not ignited. Um, judging by the end of the the other day, that's not a great surprise, is oh, it? Oh, you but, guys uh, are so shit. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to argue against that. Particularly with that a was kiwi, hiding, man. But I, just, I turned it off. Up. I thought the first try and the first like I was like, wait, hold on. Have I just they showing highlights from the, the last game? What the fuck is going on? I was watching it with some English friends and they were seven, really seven tries. It was embarrassing. It was quite bad. Imagine going all the way to tick them, freezing your ass off, and just watch that. I was invited. I had to turn oh, it down because I was busy. So I'm, I'm absolutely not gutted in the slightest. My mate Ryan went. Said it was a disappointment. He's South African, so well, I think he was laughing at you guys anyway. Probably yeah. uh, off gem calling for views on the non-domestic energy market. Yeah, but there'll, there'll, there'll be like another government inquiry that takes 10 years, loads of money, and nothing ever happens. Well, I was going to say, better late than never, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's, by the time they actually decide to do nothing, uh, the whole situation... They should, have, they should have just capped... They, what they should have done is capped it at unit rate. Regardless of the contract you're on, you can't pay more than 20 pence or something per unit. You know, they should have just done that. But they didn't. No. So, um, no. no, it is, you know... Budgets coming up. What are we? Uh, what are we anticipating? Heath, what are you uh, hoping for? Well, I think nothing's going to happen for hospitality. Yeah. I think we're 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 again. You know, you see it with Kate Nichols's dialogue um, on her Twitter the other day. It's changed. There's no mention of VAT, and she said to me, "We're not going to get it." But there's no mention of that. We're all banging the drum for that. But I think we're going to get nothing. Well, I think that the VAT thing. I mean, from from the various people in in the note I've spoken to, the the trade stations have all been told you haven't got the Scoobies on that. It's just not going to happen. So then it's like you know what I mean. Like we we've got these these crazy costs with basically funding these big shareholders payouts for their for their energy these energy companies, and we're paying what is it thirty percent more in inflation on our food, and we're really getting no government help, and they wasted all that money during lockdown on us trying to keep us going, and now we're basically out in the cold. Doesn't Literally. make a great deal of, uh, of sense really does it so, it doesn't it, yeah. why waste all that money they would have been off in lockdown just going sorry guys good luck bye on your own yeah, yeah. you're on your own and now they've just done that and just been really cold Jeremy Hunt's a, I'll oh, give you another name again with, 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 with Hunt but um, <laughs> I can see that they, 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 shouldn't, yeah. they, they shouldn't be there anyway The whole this is just ridiculous they shouldn't be in power this is the whole thing the whole Glenica thing with the BBC everything's just car crash and moving on, uh, one in three pubs, only one in three pubs, rather, are admitting to passing on rising costs at the moment. That's ridiculous, though. You need to... thing is, if we're 30% food inflation, what do we actually need to put our price up on our, our food? Mm. Do you know, look, I, I sent you an example of cauliflower the other day. Mm. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's just... Well, out of your your prices were crazy, but you, you said you had one, yeah, one wholesaler that wants to charge you £5.60. Yeah, hold on, but you go to that, and then I went and I went down to the Ocado when I bought the, the cauliflower from Ocado, mm. and the size of my fist. The ones that pay five pounds sixty from the Torah, which are you know, ethically the size of Dickie's head, they're huge. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I so, haven't got a big head. Eh. Well, mm. right. So yeah, it's all. But but you've seen, you know, you have to shop around a lot more than you did. Like mm. I was, a, you know, one of my wholesalers, online wholesalers that get deliveries from, it's fifty eight quid for twenty liters of vegetable oil. But if I go to the cash and carry, it's twenty eight ninety five mm. for the same oil. So you just, you know, I mean, I feel like Del Boy some days. Yeah, smarter, but also it's exhausting. Yeah. You send your staff around the supermarkets. Really? Yeah, uh, that, that, that's, then you work out how much your staff it costs you per hour. My staff make more than a, a junior doctor, you apparently. Uh, you mean they won't do it for free? No, Ed, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. I, 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 we're going to come on to this because um, uh, you did cheat on us the other day. Yep. 
Absolute um, traitor over there. Yeah, recorded a podcast with a rival podcast. I wouldn't say it's a rival podcast. Well, they write about Olive, so... No, it's Olive yeah. Magazine. Oh, yes, yeah. Um... I mean, you did cheat in this. You were very... Uh, you were all right. I'll give it's you all right. You were all right. You were okay. I didn't swear. Um, you didn't, didn't swear, swear You swore once. You did, did swear once. I counted one swear word because I was went, it? oh, he couldn't stop him. So I think you, think you just said shit, actually. Oh, shit's not a bad swear word. No, <laughs> so, I mean, that's <laughs> a punctuation for him. <laughs> but he kind of tried to hide it, so he went straight... <laughs> But um, one thing that did really make me laugh in that was uh, when you were talking about um, how you'd ma- maintain the retention of your staff and you went, treating them with respect. I do. <laughs> do you? It, it's, it's like tough love, you though. Treat, there's respect you, and then there's tough respect. Paolo like, gets treated like Manuel in Faulty Towers. You are generally beating him around the head. like Manuel used to- in Faulty oh, Towers. Uh. <laughs> I gave him an instruction yesterday and I went, okay, did you do that? And he went, ah. I mean, ah. <laughs> Like, don't do art. Oh, you haven't done it, have you? No. <laughs> Is that when you started hitting with the newspaper? Or, uh... I, I, like, I, honestly, my, my level of communications got so detailed right now, I could write manuals for nuclear submarines because the instructions I pass on are so fucking clear. And still... Have going... you ever thought maybe you're a bit of a control freak? Mm. Just, just throwing it out there, asking the question. No. No. <laughs> no? No? No, I thought, sure. it was, I thought it was quite easy game. Really? Well, not really. No. I think we should get some of your staff on the podcast oh, just to fuck, ask imagine them you what imagine, they think. You'd be like, you can speak freely. And they'd be like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. There we go. <laughs> Please, God. Please, God, he's going to put us back in the container. No. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, Scottish government uh, are moving ahead and are being told not to or encouraged not to. Um, Sorry, Scottish operators. to ban alcohol. Sorry, Scottish operators. I think you should have your independence. We, we build the wall back over and you guys can live up there in hell. <laughs> it is going to be hell up there. This bottle return scheme, banning advertising on alcohol, minimum alcohol things. God almighty. What is it? This is like, what, what, what do you got here? We've gone back to prohibition. And isn't the, uh, the, the, the production side, certainly the whiskey, it's like one of their main exports. Yeah, it's just destroying that market. Just like, yeah, no, yeah we don't fine. need the money. We've got the North Sea oil. We don't need this. Yeah, we don't need happy people in our, our economy. We don't yeah. want happy, you know, people make citizens. Mm. Jesus. Um, well, let, let's park that one there and um, we shall be moving on to uh, quizzes just for you, Heath. Yay. Woohoo! You're listening to the Lock In Podcast, and we're talking about the Great British Pub Quiz in this episode. The quiz is one of the iconic pub events and always a popular draw for pubs that can get it right. But why is it so popular and why is it important to pubs? To help us discuss that, I'm delighted to welcome Richard Curtis, a GM of the Peacock Farm in Bracknell. Welcome, Richard. Hi there, how are we? Good, good sir, thank you. Um, look, Richard, you're an award-winning operator. You took the title of Charity Champion Pub in the 2020 Great British Pub Awards at the Portsmouth Arms when you were working back there. Um, mainly for your great work running marathon quiz sessions during lockdown. Um, hey, do you remember that? you remember all those quizzes that you were doing? No. In the... I was drinking heavily. In. You were <laughs> I can't remember much about lockdown. <laughs> Uh, Rich, I mean, uh, tell us about it. You know, you you actually set a world record, I believe. Yes, yeah. So we um we actually we started. Uh, we were we were pretty quick to the curve. Um, it's the kind of thing that everybody started during lockdown. Whereas we shut the pub on the Friday and we actually started quizzing on the Saturday. So 
we kind of built our audience pretty quickly um, and it kind of went from strength to strength and, and that's where the idea of we'd built such an audience that attempting the Guinness World Record came from. So were you, were you known for, for pub quizzes prior to the lockdown or, or not? Not really, no. So the, the pub was the pub had a very long-standing Sunday night quiz that had gone on forever, run by the locals, and I was always happy for that to continue. Um, so me personally, was I known for quizzing? No. Um, but there certainly was a, was a popular one at the pub previous to that. And so what, what, what made you, what prompted you to, to sort of instantly go into quizzes then when lockdown started? So for me, it was, it was that feeling of closing the doors on that Friday night, knowing we weren't opening the next day. Mm. You know, I, 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 I've been in hospitality since I left school and I've been a pub manager for sort of 12 years. And it was that closing of the doors, knowing that we wasn't going to be sort of opening them the next day. Um, and it was how can we, how can we still give something to the community? How can we still be that central focal point of the community? And I wrote down a lot of ideas, and it seemed to be the pub quiz for me that was the one that that would work, um, and, and it did. Mm. And, and you decided to go for a, for a world record. Um, tell us about what did you do? <laughs> yeah, so it kind of it come up. So we were actually we were quizzing. Um, I think it was, so we were quizzing three times a day, Saturday and Sunday, and then twice a day, Monday to Friday, but we were quizzing in front of anything from 50 to 3,000 people every day. Jesus. It kind of of popped up a few times, and I kind of brushed it off, um, and then it started to pop up a lot, um, and then uh, I, I sort of researched it and, and, and thought, yeah, that, that looks like a great idea. <laughs> That's a lot of people sitting at home doing nothing, isn't it? Oh, well, yeah. We're locked down, didn't have a lot to do, did we, I guess? It's, oh, um, I was usually hammered by midday. How's that any different to normal? Well. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Richard. Yeah, I like to think they were as well. That's <laughs> well, why yeah. I enjoyed it. So. <laughs> Hammered doing uh, doing the pub quiz. Did you have prizes and stuff for the winners? No, no. So it was all honesty based. Um, it was it was me reading out sort of fifty questions and then going through the answers afterwards. How um, much time did it take you to write all these questions? Yeah, I mean, like I say, three quizzes at the weekend and and two quizzes during the week. It it was. Let's get you on um, your millionaire show. One of those those quiz shows. He must know everything there I is to know. I was going to say, I mean, I, I, would you say... You genius. Would you say you are now a, a, a master quizzer? If that's a... I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as a master quiz. Maybe a master quiz writer. Let's get him to Vegas, man. We can make some money. <laughs> I don't think they do pub quizzes in oh, Vegas. Well, this, I don't know. It's blackjack. It's not really the same thing. Uh, I'll explain to you off air. Okay. So there is a difference. Yeah, every time I go to Vegas, I don't really go gambling. You don't win. No. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you did... Well, how long did you do it for? Uh, so it was 34 hours and 11 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. I would rather peel the skin off my skull You've not- than do that. Mm. <laughs> I've got no hair. I know that. That's why I said skin. <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen the video because you, you, um, when you won the award at the, at the Great British Pub Awards, there's, there's video footage of you doing this. And you were a broken man at yeah. the end of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not the greatest one for speeches, but I just remembered, like, I just, there was just the most inspirational speech I finished with, and I, don't, I have no idea where it came from. 
uh, I was I was just absolutely broken and no idea what to do next kind of thing. Never been tempted to uh, try and uh, break your own record? How no, many coffees no, did mean, you drink? Lockdown one was very, very different to the rest of them. Yeah. Um, and during lockdown two, we done a, a sort of, a, I think it was a New Year's Eve party because obviously we went back into lockdown just after Christmas. Mm. Done a New Year's Eve party where we done lots of different bits, but the majority of it was sort of different kinds of quizzes, and we done that for ten hours. Right. I was just as broken <laughs> as doing it. it. It was it was absolutely running off. How, how many thought. questions did you ask in ten hours? Um, it, I think in total we done. I think it was about forty six different quizzes, um, and they were sort of fifty question quizzes. So. Um, yeah, there was, there was a for, the, for the for the thirty-four hour. How many how many questions? How many quizzes did you have to do for that? Uh, so I think it was I think it was around about the forty-five, forty-six different quizzes. Right, I would say for that one, right, yeah. That yeah, and they were they were sort of fifty-question quizzes. Mm. So. Mm. Oh my god! I mean, just uh, sick thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 fantastic achievement. I, I assume no one's been insane enough to take your world record from you yet, and. Uh, it was. It's been broken a few times. Oh, since really? So yeah, yeah. It has. I mean, like I say, lockdown was. You know, what mm. else was it next for? Kind of thing. So, um, yeah, there was. It, I believe it's been broken a couple of times. And yeah, good luck to them. They're more than welcome to it. <laughs> I mean, what, what? I mean, Richard, you you obviously seized on something in lockdown. I mean, but I mean, why do you, why do you think sort of pub quizzes are quite sort of in sort of integral to pubs that they're such a popular uh, activity? Um, I, I think there's a, there's a majority of things. It's 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 a different reason to go to the pub. Um, it's I think it's a chance to show off, um, mm. and I think it's just there's you know there's it's just it's different to any other reason to go into the pub kind of thing. I'd link it to, I'd link it to kind of you know people that play darts at a pub and people that play pool at a pub. It's that kind of that that enjoyment factor, but but equally that chance to sort of show off as well. I suppose it's a bit of a leveller, isn't it? Because, you know, you can be... Not everyone can play darts, not everyone can play uh, snooker, not everyone can do karaoke, and I'm looking specifically at you here. Mm -hmm. I can't sing. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, Whereas uh, anyone can do a quiz, can't they? Well, not Come on. Like... What? You're always going to have somebody who knows random bits of knowledge. So, in the good quiz team, you're going to have different people. You know, you'd be amazing at, uh, you know, Love Island, Heath. Um, Nikki would be fantastic about police facts yeah. or, yeah, something weird like that. Um, uh, why do they get Love Island? I don't know, because you, you you're like, a big you're fan. like a Love Island fan. Okay, great. Must be my lips. <laughs> <laughs> but they, I suppose it, it, it is that leveller, isn't it, Richard? You know, anyone can get involved. Everyone can take part. Yeah, Absolutely. And I mean, are you? This is the this is the question now. Are you running quizzes in your new site? Uh, not every day. <laughs> no, certainly oh, not every imagine. day. Uh, yeah, I mean, we still so we do a a very traditional um, standard pub quiz on a on a Monday, and then we like we do a a bit of a quirky one on a Thursday. So two a week. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, for me, it's. Um, you know they they they're great reasons to visit a business. Fantastic. And um, what I'll put you on the spot here. What's what's the best um, team name you've had in uh, in your quizzes? Oh, oh God! It depends how PG it is. <laughs> oh, Not God. very. You, you've met Heath, right? Um, 
um, I mean, there's, I, I have seen a couple that you wouldn't want to read out. Uh, <laughs> being put on the spot. Um, I mean, it's it's anything, but it's anything that uses the word quiz, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a creative way. Um, They're the best ones. I, I mean, we we did use a similar name in uh, a recent uh, trade pub quiz with Heineken that we, uh, we, we did, were actually yeah. the winning team, Nicky. We were. Remarkable. So it just shows the level of competition. Were well, you, uh, you guys the only team? Pretty much. I think, yeah. You know, everyone else was that drunk, I think. But, um, <laughs> we but smashed we, it. We, we are on, well, the, on the trophy. It's the trophy. The best thing about it is that the inaugural name on the trophy is our quiz name, which did use the word quiz, possibly face as well. So we we won't. We'll leave that up to your imaginations. (laughs) I can see you turning up up to a pub quiz. Pocket protector, pencils, pens, (laughs) highlighters, pad, little visor like you're playing poker to keep the sun out of your eye, the light out of your eyes. Absolutely, I can can see you with. Yep, yep. Pants pulled up around your waist. Got my own buzzer and everything. You'd be like a camera member who play who does quizzes. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, we are out of time. But Richard, thank you very much for that. Uh, we shall leave you to go and prepare for your uh, next quiz. You're listening to the Lock In Podcast with myself, Ed Bennington, Heath Ball and Nikki Thatcher. In this episode, we're all about the quizzes, much to Heath's delight, and we're now going to take a look at what it takes to run a cracking quiz. We've got some great guests to help us with that. First, we've got Adrian Clayton of the Fortescue Arms in Devon, and along with him, we've got the two Pete's, Pete Wilson and Pete Marshall from the King's Arms in Bexley Heath. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So, um, I mean, let's th- th- start with, with the two Pete's. Um, we're going to have to separate you out to avoid confusion. And I know we kind of did this off air, but we're going to do it on air, Pete. So, whichever Pete I'm talking to here. So, we've got Big <laughs> Pete. Can you speak for us, Big Pete? Yes. I'm Big Pete. Big Pete. Excellent. Good. I'm a large man. Good. And, uh, <laughs> and then we've got Little Pete. I mean, Pete, sorry, well, just Pete. More slightly rounded Pete, but I still a Pete nonetheless. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're both also kind of got big bushy beers and, and not a lot of hair on top. So, I mean, it's quite, it's, it's a challenge. I may get this wrong. So, fortunately. It's a genetical Pete thing. It is. There you go. And it's it's all audio, so no one cares anyway. So, brilliant. <laughs> right. Um, Adrian, let's let's start with you uh, on your own there. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about, you know, you're running a very successful quiz. So much so, you've actually got a waiting list of people to join you and you're actually broadcasting it on youtube for people at home and even other pubs as well is that right we are we are we've uh, been doing pub quizzes here for well we've been here nine years mm. um and doing some really good quizzes uh, we hold uh 10 teams six people uh every two weeks so we have 60 people every two weeks uh sometimes we've done more than that mm. uh but it, it's been going really, really well. We've been asked to host quizzes at other pubs as well. Um, obviously, I can't do that here and be somewhere else at the same time. Mm. Um, so as for our next quiz on the 21st, we're going live on YouTube. And we've got a queue of people waiting to join in and watch. And we'll, we'll see how it goes. We can only but try. Oh, you're going to be one of these YouTubers making millions. <laughs> Oh, I never said I was going to be a YouTuber. All the kids want to be YouTubers. I I said I would never do it. You're a YouTuber. I would never do it. But I've 
I've caved in and I am going on YouTube. Live. I mean, the the, yeah. the, kid, the kids will love it. I I remember my uh, my youngest uh, a while back did sort of say. Um, I think I posted something on him from on YouTube, and he, he turned not around. Your youngest, and, your daughter's your youngest. Oh, that's true. Middle one. Yeah, I'll figure <laughs> out. There's too many of them. They don't listen. It's fine. I'll get away with it. I'll get away with it. Just don't tell her. Um, and he just said, "Yeah, I'm, I'll be a millionaire now because I put a video of him on YouTube." So the kids really do kind of think that YouTube. Well, you don't have is to work, there. do you? And, oh, that's great. That's great. Film yourself playing games. Doing quizzes. Yeah, Absolutely. But this uh, is it. We we do the quiz anyway. I'm here doing it anyway. I may as well put it out make there. Make a million. Exactly. Make a million quicker doing it at the same time. There we Who go. Who knows? There Who knows? Heath, this is your route. You can you can embrace the love of quizzes. No, no. Heath is not a quiz I'm, I'm just going to stick to my only fans page. <laughs> 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 All three subscribers. You and Nikki, your wife, the cat, and the dog. I'm yeah. definitely not a subscriber. My wife's not a subscriber. Either, mate. <laughs> I think we're, we're getting slightly off track yeah, here. Uh, thank you for that. Um, and I've lost all uh, all track of where we were as well. So, I mean, uh, Asian, why, why is it so popular? Do you think why why have you got a waiting list? What 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 makes your quiz so special? I think it's because the way we do it here, it's fun. It's not difficult. Um, you're not trying to host mastermind or eggheads. It's fun. You're giving people a chance to sort of give them the impression that they're, they know things and they're intelligent and everybody knows something about something. Mm. So when we do our quizzes here, it's always five rounds, 10 questions each. We always start with general knowledge and then I mix it up a little bit, you know, bit of music, bit of TV, bit of films, but keep it easy for people. Mm, mm. That way, they they can feel like they're involved, and they don't have to feel like they're the most intelligent person in the room because they say everybody knows something about something. I mean, this should appeal to you, Heath. No, yeah, you're never the most intelligent person in the room. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather paint. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's uh, let, let, let's go to the uh, to the two Pete's, uh, Big Pete, Little Pete. Um, what's I mean? You guys run quizzes. I mean, have you been doing it for a while? What tell us a bit about your quiz? Go on, I'll jump in to start with. Um, yeah, well, we've obviously been on the site for uh, coming on to five years now, and um, it was uh, probably about two years in before we started the the quiz process. But exactly uh, exactly what Adrian just said there, we. Um, for the first couple of months, we found that doing it too seriously, um, we attracted very seriously boring people. Um, and it made for a seriously boring night. Um, so we, we very much went down the route of um, exploring other quizzes. We went out and we played other people's quizzes and just plucked stuff from, um, from other areas and took it upon ourselves to create our own version of everyone else's version. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the goal was ultimately to, to attract people to have fun enjoy the night and make it more about the the social aspect and the fact that anyone could could play along and anyone could win um and it's been very successful off the back of that i mean that's that's a fair point isn't it because i mean you can you can vary your quiz you know you can be highbrow or you can just be fun you know i've been to quizzes yeah like you say there's that mastermind session and then they suddenly bring out the play-doh and ask you to build uh, uh, some obscure <laughs> uh, object or an you know, pretty much everyone's just going to do a comedy penis when you play those comes out. But I mean, that's, yeah, done that. Yeah, no one's ever done that before, have they? Um, I mean, hey, you've, you've got the pub down the road from you, though. They they really go high, oh, don't they? Man. Do you know? Do you guys know the um, the Prince of Wales and Highgate? It's supposed to be the hardest pub quiz in the country, 
and I've been in there, stuck in there. I had a couple of pints, and the quiz has started, and it's a fucking freak show. Man, these guys, <laughs> these, these guys are... It's de- deathly silent in there as well. Yeah, they all live at home with their mum, and they're all super serious, <laughs> and they get really upset. Someone talks when they're... Oh, my God. And they're, they're qu- the questions are just ridiculous. You know, Do you like, shout out the answers just to annoy them? <laughs> oh, yeah, right, Ed. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> and... and uh, uh, I think this is this is more towards uh, Big P here, though. But uh, you guys have um, uh, tried out AI. I think you have as well, Adrian. We'll we'll come to you as well yeah. on that. But uh, Big P, what what have you been doing with AI? How have you uh, used that? <laughs> it's so dark. So I, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a technophile. So I just love anything to do with technology, I suppose. And with AI, has just been taken over recently. It's everything is filters down to like TikTok filters to people using it to write medical essays and all sorts so i just kind of figured well what if we did a whole quiz that's entirely written by ai and i think to the most part i kind of got it right but it was it was um it was a long process and definitely an interesting one but um i was using chat gpt i don't know if you heard of that yeah. right the, yeah. big, the big the big buzzword floating around is chat gpt because that seems to be the most um creative lifelike kind of kind of thing and just asked it to write me some quizzes um, some quiz rounds and I've included little jokes and little fun things to say and the jokes were horrendous <laughs> I was like I want, I want all these answers really contain a joke and it was, it was barely, barely jokes but they were so funny just having, uh, having Pete read them out which is uh, which amusing I was going to say I mean, um, they're used to Pete's jokes so surely it can't be that bad no? <laughs> but, but how hard were the questions how hard were the questions from the AI were they were they good questions um, Fairly, fairly sort of in line with what because I, I use prompts to kind of dictate how difficult I want it and much like uh, much like the other guys um, we're very we, we like to keep things easy as well we like things to be very open to everyone so I kind of went, went down that route and if anything was too difficult I'd, I'd, you know for our true or false round example, for example I'd, I'd ask this to generate 10 generate the same round 10 different times and then pick the best questions out of those and that sort of thing so um, generally sort of kept it quite easy but some of the questions it was it was Turning out some really tough stuff, but we saw some real crap as well. Balls. But that's what made it funny. Garbage, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is almost the fun of it, yeah. Absolutely. And absolutely. have you used it again? Is it is it something that you're going to use again or or not? Um, the actual generation side of it. I mean, I'd like to try it again a little bit further down the line once this improved a little bit and got a bit mm. better because it was a fun experiment. Um, with our with our picture round, I actually used AI to generate images for our picture rounds, and that's something I've been doing. Um, I wouldn't say ever since, but I think most quizzes since I've been using AI to generate some really interesting picture rounds. So mm. um, I think next week's quiz I, I was going to do, I was going to take um, like fictional characters, say Mickey Mouse, and ask AI to generate that as a real person. Mm. As in, and it's kind of like what AI interprets as, you know, Bugs Bunny as a real life person. And can the kind of see our guests um, pick up on who they're meant to be sort of thing. And I've been doing lots of things like that since. Um, question wise no but picture round is definitely a good tool for that so. I think we both agreed at the end of it um, this is kind of awkward we're only about two walls apart but we're both sitting separately <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but what we both agreed at the end of it was there was plenty to be taken from it but where it was so raw it just made for a very um, disjointed quiz then, I mean it's pre- fairly disjointed what we do anyway and that's the idea of it but it was um, it was probably a little bit more awkward than it would normally be so uh, we had we had fun doing it but we both agreed that there was aspects that we'd reuse and plenty that we probably wouldn't at this stage uh, uh, Adrian I believe you, you've used it as well I mean what's what's been your experience? I have as uh, with both the Pete's uh, it's very good it's certainly not infallible by any means. Um, it's no good for anything that's up to date. So anything before 2021 right. uh, is fine. Uh, if you 
simple things if you ask it who the current prime minister is it'll tell you it's boris johnson okay so probably is <laughs> <laughs> i think you'd like to think so uh, it's a, it's not perfect but to generate quizzes for anybody who's not used to doing quizzes i think it's a perfect tool for anybody who's starting to do quizzes mm. because like both pete's you can ask it to do anything and the more specific you are the better it is yeah. So yeah. I I asked it, can you please write me a fifty question quiz on five different subjects and in ten seconds it's done. And right. to be fair, it's pretty good. It's pretty accurate most of the time. I said it's not perfect, but for anybody starting out on doing quizzes, I definitely think it's worth people looking at to give yeah. them a head start on getting quizzes done. Okay. Well that sounds good. Sounds good. I mean I, it... One of the one of the challenges with 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 quizzing, and I guess you guys have sort of tried because you're you're focusing on the fun, not not the more cerebral side. But these those people that come in and they nurse a half pint throughout your entire quiz and sort of sit there. I mean, how how do you how do you increase consumption? How do you encourage yeah, consumption? It, we're supposed to be responsible drinking. All right, you can have a soft drink, Heath. Okay, I mean, go on, go it doesn't have to be an alcoholic drink. I know, I know, you find that difficult as a concept. <laughs> um, but how, how do you how do you encourage people to to actually use use the pub and not just come in and sit there and do the quiz? I think I mean, aspect, we, oh, go on, go yeah, on. You go first, Adrian, we, go on. We put simple things: salted popcorn on the table. Three hundred people <laughs> cost, cost me two, two quid for a big bag of popcorn. Put it on the table. Uh, we always do five rounds. After round three, I always have a ten-minute break. I say, "Come on, right, everyone, get to the bar. Give your child, stretch your legs. Come and buy some more drinks. This is all for charity. We mm. don't make anything out of this. Mm. You know, so please support the bar as well while you're here. Mm. And to be fair, generally, after round three, everybody gets up and makes their way to the bar, mm. and it, it suits us. Yeah. Okay. And Pete, what about you? Uh, our, I'd like to say that ours is all generated by atmosphere more than anything else. Something else that we um, we picked up on on one of the earlier quizzes when we sort of put them in the more boring aspects. Um, someone just pointed out the fact that we had no music on because people were playing a quiz and they said, well, you can have music on, but you can have it low. So getting the level of music right in amongst the quiz so the quiz is still playing, it keeps a, a level of sound so it keeps people being able to talk mm. at a loud enough level that it actually drives atmosphere. Um, and we have, we have plenty of staff on um, weekend with our, our quizzes weekly. Um, generally, we're around 13 teams on a weekly base. It's uh, probably 10 to 13 teams. Mm-hmm. But we have plenty of staff on. We offer 10% of food for anyone playing the quiz. Um, and we just make sure that everyone's coming in. It, there's, it, I, I, I wholly believe that atmosphere is king to everything. And so because it is fun... Um, it's interactive. Um, it's light-hearted. We take breaks, obviously, but we ensure that there's there's people hitting the tables as much as possible to ensure that the uh, the food sales are coming in, that the drinks um, are flowing. And to be honest, I think we've managed uh, just through the attitude of the Wednesday nights and the hijinks. We've wheedled out any serious quiz players because, I'll be <laughs> frank, we don't really want them. <laughs> um, and as a result of that, we're left with a lot of people that just want to come in and have a fun, and they treat it like a full-on night out every single time. Yeah. So we we sort of done it um, in. That that way and equally little things like uh, the the microphone um it's a wireless microphone mm. so we can walk amongst the table so we're asking for answers to tables individually right. it's almost like a game show it's a walking talking game show yeah so um yeah it's, it's just atmosphere i think yeah. if you get that right then people will spend they get caught up with the evening and uh, obviously responsibly drinking um and if they win the the top prizes then maybe not so responsibly drinking <laughs> <laughs> um 
Cheating. What, what, what's the view on cheating? Because, I mean, it, it, you, you can't really stamp it out, can you? Is, is it a bit of fun? I mean, do you, or do, you, do you sort of throw people out by the scruff of the neck if you catch them Googling under the table? Well, Pete's got a good example. Pete, do you remember the... Um, we've, we've only probably had one or two examples of mm. where they were blatantly caught. Pete, how did you deal with those ones? Um, yeah, I, I was walking past one table and I just I just happened to see him on his phone and I sort of snuck behind him where there's a little fence and I could see him like looking up the name of the, the artist and the song and all this and the other. I just walked up to him and I went, what are you looking at? And he swiped over to the next app, which was Instagram. He's like, I'm just on Instagram. I'm like, no, you what was that? <laughs> I, just, I, I think we, we just didn't give him any points to the rounds and they stopped after that. But... It's, it's difficult because they're a team that were consist, like, consistently doing very well. And sort of look back and think, oh, I don't know what's, you know, and, and since then, it, they're, 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 I think their scores dipped for a while, and then I don't think we saw them after that. No, I, I, think it, it's, the, I, I think the hardest the hardest part for me now is is the, is the music round, I think, is, is the biggest one. Because on, I don't know about, I don't know about all phones, but on my Pixel, if the song's playing, yeah, it tells it's you on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Just exactly the song artist within seconds and it's yeah. how do you combat that you, you can't really but um, ban mobile phones let's see uh, get rid of the music yeah. round put poetry oh. in poetry <laughs> oh, hold on come on it's from from the most unpoetic kiwi I've ever met in my life oh god you're a kiwi damn it um, I mean really poetry seriously I suppose yeah, yeah. it's worth a shot isn't it uh, how about you how do you tackle cheating or do you not care well, we're quite we we do. We're quite lucky in certain respect being in darkest depths of Devon. There's no mobile signal here at all. Faraday can you just turn the Wi Fi off. <laughs> yeah. We don't provide Wi Fi. We don't provide public Wi Fi. Oh there we go. Oh, and, well so we literally I provide no public Wi Fi and that nobody's gonna get a signal here if they try. <laughs> so I thankfully for that. I, I don't have a problem with people cheating because I know they can't search for anything if they wanted to. Fantastic. Well, there you go. Yes. Disable uh, the Wi-Fi. For this. Faraday yeah. cage. That's, uh, that, that's it. Um, we're out of time, guys. But um, that, that last question um, uh, is that I'm asking everyone is, um, what's your favourite uh, team name for a quiz or, or one you've had? Um, who, wants to, uh, who wants to take that one first? I'll take one. Go on, Adrian. What's your favourite? Well, one of, I mean, obviously, we all hear different ones all the time. One of my favourites, which I do hear quite time and time again, is how to speak Irish. Well, oil be booked. Mm-hmm. Said quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, oil be booked. It's always a good one. Makes me laugh every time. There we go. There we go. Uh, Pete. Uh, well, the obviously um, plenty of rude ones. We, yeah. we, every week we give the, the teams uh, an opportunity to actually name it. We give them a theme and they get a bonus point if it makes people in the room laugh. So, um, Pete, I think I need to come to your quiz night. I think I'd be good at that. Oh, God. You'd just <laughs> what, you'd do something laugh. rude, Nicky. I would, yeah. yeah. yeah it would be rude. I would, yeah. <laughs> Please join in. That's the fun of it. Um, but I, I, a good old-fashioned favourite, Quizzy McQuizfaces, uh, yeah. pops up a few times, and that always makes me smile being a fan of Attenborough. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's always a good one. But no, there's, uh, there's definitely been some rude ones out there. Excellent. Uh, Big Pete, feel free to be rude. Um, <laughs> I think along the same lines, yeah, we, we kind of encourage people to get a bit offensive, a bit silly with it. Um, but I think a couple of weeks ago I asked, um, what's the lowest point of your week? That's got to be your team name. But like as a joke, you know. Oh, God. And, um, and, and someone just turned around and put coming to this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was inviting that one, wasn't it? But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> on, on that note, guys, really appreciate your time. Thank you for that. 
This is the Lock In Podcast, and we're talking pub quizzes in this week's episode. And we're going to now take a look at how technology is shaping the world of pub quizzes. Uh, the great thing about the quiz is that any pub can run it with a piece of paper and a pen and a man with a loud voice. But with consumers demanding better and greater experiences all the time, is it time that pubs moved on and invested to make a slicker and more polished experience? We've got two great guests from the techie world of quizzing now, with Adam Castleton of Startle and Mark Walsh of Quizbiz. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hi. Let's let's just get an idea of, of what you guys do um, very quickly. Adam, you're you're not technically a quiz provider, uh, but you do help with the technical side of quizzing. Do you want to just give us a brief rundown of what you're doing? Absolutely. So we provide music and digital signage and, and screen entertainment to pubs. Uh, as well as the retail sector. Uh, so we're ideally positioned to help people that want to introduce a, um, a digital version of a quiz because we're already connected to the screens uh, and, and to the speaker systems, and that's how we help uh, deliver digital quizzes. Okay, fantastic. And Mark, tell us about Quizbit. What do you, uh, you do and how do you do it? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I started, um, I started selling concepts to or working with a licensed trade back in 2007, um, I launched a concept then, which grew on to be a very fast-growing pub game. I then launched Quizbit in 2017, and basically Quizbit started life to stop people cheating in pub quizzes, effectively. That's where it came from. That was where the idea came from. Um, could we produce uh, a cloud-based quiz platform for venues, managers, hosts, landlords to run their own interactive quiz, effectively, is where we started. Um it's gone on to um, be played in hundreds of venues. It's been played by now over half a million people in 47 countries. Um, but effectively, it is still run and affectionately as a interactive pub quiz. Some do full nights, but some do it as a round between a quiz. It's um, quite a versatile product. There's over 5,000 quizzes in there for you to choose from as well. So there's, there's plenty to go at, really. Cool. Good stuff. So, I mean... <laughs> As I said earlier, you know the the beauty of a pub quiz is it can be very simple. Uh, any pub can do it. What would you say the benefits are of of, of upping the game, putting more technology into that? Uh, Mark, do you want to start with that? Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose kind of I can answer that sort of with a, a timeline. Really, I mean, it used to be a time where you know people were less, you know, more used to pen and paper and more used to doing various things, you know, without the aid of technology. Um, since the pandemic, I suppose we're now working with a much more educated audience, people that are used to using their devices to do these things. Mm. The reason that, that we do what we do is we make it very, very easy for a pub manager or a pub landlord to run an interactive quiz, or any quiz for that matter. There is an awful lot to do uh, in a pub. Um, from you know the, the, the food that you serve and the drinks that you serve and the, the management of that venue, having to write a quiz and having to then give out the sheets of paper, having to then count all those scores up and having to then turn around and, and promote and push that quiz can become quite uh, labour intensive. I think digitising the pub quiz, you know, it doesn't fit. You know, it doesn't solve everyone's problems as such. I mean, there's still people out there that would like pen and paper, and I still think the pen and paper. You know, has got a long way to go yet, but mm. it, there is, yeah, people out there that that want to be able to digitise lots of other things, and the pub quiz is just really, a, um, uh, it's, it's taken that step. For, that digital pub quiz takes it a step further. Adam, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think picking up on the operational aspect, not everybody is good at running a pub quiz, um, and it's it takes showmanship. 
Um, people are not necessarily comfortable with it. They're better serving their customers. They might not have a local person that can come in. It's expensive to do those things. So from a scale perspective, actually technology allows you to do a really highly polished quiz um, across multiple locations. So it's great for group customers, for example, uh, where the managers don't have to do anything. They could just do what they're great at. Um, and they don't have to worry about bringing somebody external in to, to run a quiz. Uh, but like Mark said, there's a place for, for paper quizzes, but there's certainly a place, and even more so now, for, for digital quizzes. And, uh, I mean, in terms of um, what kind of scale of investment are we talking uh, for this? Because, you know, versus that pen and paper, uh, you've got to go and buy a job lot of pens down at uh, your nearest stationer or, or versus getting some equipment. What, what, what's, what kind of investment are we talking I think it depends, you know, I mean, we, we run, I mean, we run a very cost-effective solution that we can scale. I mean, Adam's touched on the point of scale. You know, we can deliver a live interactive trivia platform or an interactive game of a digital quiz to thousands of pubs at once. And, um, you know, because we can work at that scale, we can make this very cost-effective. And mm. um, there is always going to be that element of being able to go out and buy some pens and buy some paper and everything else. But when you factor in the time of handing those out and, collating the questions and writing those down and everything else, by the time you can just click a button and play a quiz and it does it all for you, it, it becomes rather, you know, cost-effective. To the same token, as Adam quite rightly says, you know, you need people to host these things do various things. I mean, we're working on a, uh, a project at the minute where, you know, we, where people can, you know, they don't need that as well. And so, you know, it's constantly evolving, is the, the digital quiz landscape, if you will. Mm. But in terms of cost... Um, we can make these things very cost-effective by doing them at scale. Um, so, yeah. and, and Adam, I guess some of the infrastructure is already there in, in your case then. Yeah, so that's the beauty. <clears throat> if we're working in a startle connected venue, we already have the connectivity to the internet, to the speaker systems in the pub, and to the screens. Uh, and that unlocks the whole, the whole load of benefits. Um, you can promote a quiz before the quiz is started on the screens whilst you're playing music you have a really great atmospheric transition between music and digital signage or entertainment to the quiz without having to come in and connect hdmi cables load up laptops uh, and do all the technical faff that you might associate with a digital product because everything's all connected Um, you get into the middle of the quiz the background music can come back on automatically uh, for the break and then it goes to the second stage of the quiz um, and then back to music and signage afterwards. So our solution is a case of making the most of the investment you've already made rather than additional investment. Mm. Um, I mean, technology can help quiz masters. Heath, do you think uh, you'd uh, benefit from... Uh, what, technology? Uh, I was going to say, I could, could you run a quiz? What's that? Could you run a quiz? No, I don't have the patience. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd lose my shit. Shouting at I'd be customer. yelling at people going, how can you not get that right, you idiot? <laughs> I, get, I get kicked out of my own quiz. Whose <laughs> fucking results are these? <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, no, I, I, I can see that. Um, Cancelled. <laughs> Mark, you, you mentioned the, uh, the the cheating problem and, and technology solving the cheating problem. How How is that working? How's a, I mean, surely somebody, if they're quick enough, can still get on Google under the table. Uh, how, how are we dealing with that? Yeah, they can do. Um, I mean, basically, you get with Quizbit and with our solution, you get 20 seconds to answer each question. The faster you answer, the more points you get. Um, So, therefore, if you have 
gone under the table, as you say, and you try to Google the answer. By the time you've got that answer through, you're then in a position where someone else already answered for you. We also have different question types, so put these in the correct order, um, you know, picture questions and what numbers, which are almost impossible to Google in the first place anyway. Um, so by the time people have, you know, started to look at Google and these things, we've got to a point where we're actually, um, we're already on with the game. Mm. I mean, cheating is part of it, isn't it? Hey, yeah, I mean, I you're, so. a, you're a serial cheater. Cheated my whole uh, life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's, it is. Um, we'll, we'll just move on quickly from that. Um, it, it is. It is. Is, it, is cheating acceptable? Do we think? What do you mean? What, how, look, it's not acceptable, Ed. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I was planning on cheating on the quiz later. In I mean, a quiz a, scenario, yeah. is it, are you allowed yeah. to cheat in a quiz? Yeah. Really. I don't know. Yeah. What is your honour? It's kind of yeah, but everyone's doing it. You're almost kind of. Oh my god! No? I don't really cheat in quizzes because no. I would give it away. Like, how would you cheat? I, would you just would you Google it. stuff? Is that what you're saying? You sit there. Well, that's how most people cheat. I'm not saying I've cheated. I don't. That, that, that's not get carried away. No, it feels I'm like you want us to all say we cheat. Then you say, then you admit you. I'm just trying to feel uh, get too complicit and involved. I'm really in disappointing you, Ed. <laughs> I thought here I was thinking you're a man of the community, God fearing father. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. You've met me right. Yeah. Coming back to technology, where where do we see things going? Where where is technology going, guys? What what's going to be next? The AI does the quiz for you. Well, you turn I, up, get pissed, and let your computer well, answer. Well, to be fair, I mean we've got we've got a couple of guys on later that, that have done AI quizzes, so we will we will discuss yeah. that. I, I mean, is that fair? Do you think, guys? Is that something we're going to see more of? Yeah, I think so. I think I mean coming back to sort of a bit before you know what are the cost of these things. I think the, the ability is to bring the cost of these things down. So people are used to things like Netflix. People are used to things like didn't subscriptions. Quizlet itself is a subscription product. Um, you can subscribe and get as many quizzes as you want. And again, it's something that people are used to. There's some great companies out there like the Tip Jars and the Airships and the Gig Realms and, and Startles and other people like that that are, that are giving digital solutions that um, not only just give them a product, but they also have value. So, you know, where can the data capture come in? Where can the insight come in? Mm. You know, how can that add value to the operator as a whole rather than just an entertainment product as well? And I think embedding the data side of things, embedding the insight into that and giving that more value is kind of where things are going and where people are going. Mm. Where we're going is, um, well, we were actually working with uh, with Adam at Star on a few things. Um, you know, we, we've got um, some concepts coming out which will allow people to simply plug in and play. Mm. Um, without the need of a host and, and various other things. So that's all quite exciting. But I think automation, subscription services and people that can offer these things um, you know, with data and insight is where ultimately where people want to be, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. What about, what about you, Adam? Yeah, so um, thinking about what we do is designing atmospheres. So we're always talking about how we want people to feel when they're in an establishment and influencing that with music. Um, and screen content, but also things like lighting. Um, So we're finding ourselves becoming more and more embedded within the atmospherics of a venue um, and being able to control and automate those things. Um, So when, in the context of a quiz, winners happen, countdowns happen, uh, affecting the lighting to build the drama and make theatre of the experience. So people think, well, that was, you know, a really incredible experience with all these elements working together. So for us, it's very much orchestrating an atmosphere, but also putting in sensors and monitoring that atmosphere and optimising that over time. And that, in future, may include AI um, Mm -hmm. to learn and automatically enhance an experience, but certainly on the journey of delivering a full experience, not just music, not just a quiz, Mm -hmm. and digital signage in isolation. 
Brilliant. Okay, guys, we're, we're out of time, but um, final question we're asking everyone, uh, what would be your quiz name? What was the best quiz name you've ever ever heard of? Adam, uh, or Mark, go on. No, I was going to say, I've got loads. We get hit with lots of them, and um, some quite embarrassing ones as well. I've been caught out quite a few times by them as well, hosting live quiz. I've hosted a live quiz with a thousand people, and I got caught out very badly mm-hmm. by a name that I shouldn't have said and I did say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but my favourite, there's, there's two I've got. Um, I've got which is quite obvious. Quiz Akabusi is always a good one. We always get three or four of those. Oh, yeah, that's good. Quite a few Quiz, Quizstina Aguilera's. We get a lot of those. But my favourite one, there's a guy that plays, we do a live quiz every Wednesday at 12.30. Um, we do it virtually to the back. Mm. The guy that ends every week and he's called Sorted for Ease and Quiz. And I don't know why. <laughs> my 90s upbringing that that, right. to me, is perfect. Perfect. Adam, what's yours? Well, I'm glad Mark went first because it gave me time to Google something. Um, <laughs> Cheating! I can't think of anything that could be said on a podcast. And my favourite from the list I googled was "We're googling everything." Well, um, there you go. So yeah, that's yeah. Michael's name. Perfect, perfect, brilliant. Okay, guys. Well, thank you very much for your time. You're listening to the Lock In Podcast with myself, Ed Bennington, Nikki Thatcher and Heath Ball. And we've been talking about pub quizzes in this episode. Um, we've been chatting about that, the good, the bad, the Heath Ball. Um, <laughs> but now we're going to actually put our money where our mouths are. I'm just laughing at my own jokes as ever. And conduct our own pub quiz live on the pod. To help us with that, Yay. we've got our own tame quiz master, Richard Porter of Hashtag Quiz, who's kindly put together a set of questions for us to test our quizzing skills it's going to be great it's great I mean Can't Heath, is, Heath is delighted with this so thank you for joining us Richard no problems at all thanks for having me and as soon as you're doing us a favour I'll give you the chance to get a plug in as well do you want to tell us a bit about hashtag quiz <laughs> and what you do sure of course yeah so hashtag quiz is a do-it-yourself software platform for quizzes and bingo everything from your standard pen and paper quiz your traditionalist to your interactive smart. We also cover some of the other great pub games like Bingo as well as Music Bingo too. If you're in the northwest of England, you probably see us about because we actually host quite a few of our own events too. Fantastic. Uh, and before we get into you giving us a grilling, I watched a rather disturbing video the other day of you hosting a quiz naked. Um, well, well yes. just um, you, you were the only person naked in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, everybody was naked. Oh, God, yeah, I can just imagine the naked. answer. Small, 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 <laughs> small. My eyes, my eyes. My best joke of the evening was when I was... Uh, trying to find my little dongle. Oh. Um, they all found that highly, highly amusing. But the scenario was... Oh, God, I feel sick. <laughs> I was on a relationship dating show called 90 Day Fiancé for Discovery Plus, and um, I was dating a wonderful woman from the Philippines, and part of our drama was that I decided to strip off and host a quiz completely stark, stark bollock naked. And... Um, the thing about it as well was nudity was not required I chose to be naked I, I didn't have to do it you know it was just like well in for a penny in for a pound right? everyone else was you might as well get it out I mean uh, uh, join in yeah yeah it'd be rude not to Indeed. you can't be the only person in the room that's clothed oh no that Indeed. would be weird wouldn't it don't get any ideas, Nikki. I can see. I feel uncomfortable. Ed, where's HR? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a topic for a future uh, podcast: pubs and uh, naturism. No, I don't think it's a good idea. No, no. That's uh, well. Let's move on from there. So, Richard, naturism in the 
great British pub. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, you are going to hit us with some questions, and we're going to see who can buzz in with the answers first. Uh, now, we don't have any buzzers, um, because that would be sensible, so we're going to have to make our own buzzer <laughs> noises. Um, buzzer noise. I mean, just I'm loving the Heath face. Go on, Heath. I don't know. Give us, give us your best buzzer noise. What do you mean, like a buzzer? Like, like, well, like an, a noise. You, you did one earlier. Yeah, that was, that was involuntary, again. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do like, you mean, like, give me an example. Go on, give me. You did one earlier. Like, yeah, there you that's go. Fine. Yeah. There we go. That's Heath. Yeah. Nikki. Oh, okay. So annoying. Uh, and I'm just going to go with honk. Uh, what? Just saying the word. Just honk. honk. Oh. <laughs> Such a little piggy. <laughs> no, that'd be oink. Oh. Honk, it's a goose. It's like a. Oh, I mean, you could go. You but that would take goose. too much time. So, What's going on here? Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, I'll let this hand over to you. You can uh, take oh. over the uh, the running of the quiz. Excellent, excellent. Okay, <laughs> so we're down to quiz. Straight faces on. In fact, the quizzes are just meant to be about fun. What's the name of the pub where the character Harry Potter first meets Hagrid? <laughs> Harry Potter film series. <laughs> oh, that's Nicky. That's yes, Nicky. Mm-hmm. Leaky Cauldron. It is! Yeah. Oh. I mean, he did try to cheat and Google it. Hey, Siri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. Uh, next question. Next question. She's she's laid down the gauntlet. Great. Are you going to use any adult questions or are we all just doing question stuff? Question number two. Yeah, what was the name of the famous British cocktail made with whiskey, sweet vermouth and bitters? Oh, hold on. Whiskey, sweet vermouth and bitters. Like, um, Honk. It's incredibly quiet over there. Yeah, hold on. Honk. I'm honking. Go. Is it an old-fashioned? Was that it? It was me. Honking. Is it an old-fashioned? No, old-fashioned's made a bit. No, oh, it's um, not, Ed. It's not. You're quite close. Whiskey sour? No. It's Teeth? Not, no, no, I'm just trying to think. No. I know this. Oh, that would have sours. Yeah, <sighs> idiot. Um, <laughs> the knowledge no. of cocktails is impressive. I don't know. Give us, tell us. Go on, give we up. give up. Yeah. We all I give thought up. I made, I thought I'm trying to make these easy. Yeah. yeah. That's a, the, all right. The Manhattan. Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, oh, Heath. Yeah, I didn't know that. Terrible. <laughs> Call yourself a barman. I was a man, funny enough, I was in Manhattan the other week. Oh, here we go. <laughs> right, next question, Richard. <laughs> next question. What is the UK's longest pub name? Oh, it's, a, it's a Welsh pub, isn't it? Um, have you oh, buzzed Ed, in? you should know. Yeah, it's a Welsh Ponk. pub. You go. Is it um, the... Pothworld, the PG, whatever it is, arms. Pothworld, go, no. go, 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 I can't much, remember it. No. It's absolutely not, yeah. No. It's, it's the red <laughs> line. It's not Welsh either. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sending you on a wild goose chase. Don't, don't think of Welsh names. Oh. This place is in Cheshire. Oh, Ed, come on. You definitely should know. Oh, I should know. Chester, I don't know everywhere Cheshire. in Cheshire. Cheshire. You've reported Cheshire. on this. Ah, Semantics. Oh. So because I knew it was you guys today. From so you've actually, you probably wrote I, the story. I, I thought, Probably. <laughs> well, the I, longest yeah, pub name in the UK. I, was, I just, <laughs> I literally thought I can't, I can't bring in like really easy questions. This is ridiculous. You, you should know this literature. here. This is your hometown. <laughs> you this is like saying what rugby team plays from plays from New Zealand. It'd be like me going, uh, Ed, are you googling it? No, no, I'm not googling it at all. You absolutely no, are. No. Yeah, Siri, what's the longest pub name in the UK? <laughs> we don't know. Okay. <laughs> Stop cheating with Siri. I'm not. It's my friend. <laughs> Ironically, my friend's ringing me from from Australia. <laughs> is it is it the old thirteenth okay. Cheshire Astley Volunteer Rifleman Corps in? Please say no. It certainly is, Ed. Brilliant. Oh, you didn't oh, buzz in, oh. and you go, and you cheated. Am I, am I being penalised? Did you Google it? No. 
Okay, next question. Did, did you cheat? He did, yeah, he I did. I couldn't, couldn't possibly comment. I think, I think you're going to get half... I'll get half a point for cheating, that's fine. Okay, next question. Half a point for that one. Okay, what's the day for the International Beer Day 2023? Oh, for fuck's sake. I know the month, but I can't remember the date of it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I should have fucking <laughs> <laughs> should have sent us the answers. Jesus Christ! I mean, twenty eighth of May. He said he was going to make it easy. Twenty eighth of May. Much more apt. Oh, okay. No. Or uh, honk. Uh, August the twenty third. No. Oh, yeah, you're thinking of no. It's June. Not the right month. Oh, it, August. Yes. August, August the twenty eighth. No, I just said you've got the right month in uh, August. Twenty eighth of August. No. Uh, uh, I don't know. Give me the day of the week. Give me the day of the week. Wednesday. Um, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Is it Friday, Tuesday. August the 4th? <laughs> Fuck it, you cheat. You again. Jesus. I did not cheat. You absolutely did. This is I the way you behave you. in your marriage, man. You're lucky you're still married, Edward. <laughs> right, come on, Richard. Hit us with the next impossible to answer question. <laughs> I, sh- I, sh- I should have set the bar a bit lower. To I mean, I did say these <laughs> these these two were idiots. Yeah. I mean, I said it at the start, but um... okay. Next question. Come on. Uh, yeah, but I don't think they are. I'm fucking struggling. The level too high for the people that write about the beer industry and the pub industry. It, my expectations were a lot higher. Yeah, but it's like, hold on, it's like a window <laughs> cleaner. They go home like, and the windows are dirty in the house. Popular pub name. I mean, with, with, what the most popular pub name? Oh, is I know this. I know the red line. Oh, fuck you. The red line. No, 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 no. That's not even a question. No, I, a question. I avoided questions like that because I knew I was coming here today with the market leaders in the morning. So I avoided them. Literally. You could have given me that, Richard. quiz, that would be a question upon pubs. Right? Okay, yeah. okay, next We've one. Got Let's a go. question similar to that, though, okay. coming, go on, coming in the future. Okay. So next, next question. Next question. Question number five. Until 2011, what did Russia classify beer as? Uh, food. Uh, food. Changed. Uh, food. Heath. No. No. It was Heath. <laughs> food. <laughs> we all like a um, liquid lunch, but it's not food. Honk. Was it um, non-alcoholic? Non-alcoholic what? It's Did I drink? Sort of, yeah. It's classed as a soft... Soft, soft drink. drink. Uh, soft drink. No, the you Russia can't say it after it. It's a soft drink. This is yes. one of the quizzes. He's the got shit. himself a point. Yeah. 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 It's coming home. Oh, it's coming. Oh. Ed cheated earlier. Yeah, we've all got a point. We've all got a point now. This is absolutely lies. We've all got a point now. Come on. <sighs> right. Question six. Go for it, Richard. <laughs> Question six. Let's do it. What is the name of the traditional British beer that's made from roasted malt? <clears throat> mild. He let's add in more of the question and has a dark chocolatey flavour. Oh, stout. Oh, <clears throat> stout. Oh, my God. This is all descending into chaos. There's no buzzing going on. I buzzed. I honked. Mm-hmm. I think I got the honk and the stout. Am I right? And it's all wrong answers as well. <laughs> roasted uh, Nikki. Nikki. Oh, it's oh, I lager. Can, I can so take it, my time. it's not stout, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> what else could it be? Um, I'm thinking maybe... Dark. Have you dark buzzed dark. in? I haven't heard you buzz in. Oh, uh, uh, Richard... Uh, 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 what the fuck? Okay, it's my go. go. No. Go on, then. Richard, I'm, I'm after me. you, then. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'll throw you down. Come yeah. on. And, uh, and it's got the same as my surname. Porter! If any of you... Right. <laughs> Yes! Well, it was meant for Nikki! This is absolute bullshit! What, because you saw the name? No. He gave you the answer. Oh, no, I didn't, because I knew it was going to be like something like that. I think, like, come on. 
Right. Ridiculous. Okay, next question, Richard. I hope you're keeping track because I haven't got a clue what's going on. <laughs> I don't even Ready? like quizzes. Yeah, I know. I am. Heath is winning. Oh, quizzes are quizzes are great. I just I, I'm loving think quizzes. Next, I might start doing quizzes back with an easier selection. Come, of come on, let's go. Let's move along. Next question. Uh, while it reports, while most of my information came from the morning advertiser, um, <laughs> no one reads all about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got one. We'll just gloss over that. It's the, pressure, it's the pressure of the moment. Pressure of the moment, Richard. <laughs> Right, quest, what are we up to? Okay. Question seven? Question number seven. The Red Lion is the most common pub name in the UK, but name the next two most popular. Honk, Golden Lion, and the King's yeah. Head. And the King's Head? Yeah. No, both oh. of them are wrong. Oh. Anyone else? Uh, Queen's Head. Well, I'd have gone Queen's Head. Uh, and, uh, oh, the Carpenter's Arms? No. I don't know. That's terrible. The silence is killing me, Rich. Stephanie. <laughs> 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 is he right, Richard? No, he's not. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you want the right answer? No, no, no. Let me have a go. Let There's me have a go. Go, go. go on, Nicky. Um, I'm going to go with the King's Arms. So neither of Heath's were right. Is that, is that no. right? Okay, I'm going to go King's no, Arms. None of them have been right so far. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to go with the Cricketers. You're cricketers. Hmm. I don't play cricket up north. No. Uh, <laughs> so we've had six popular pub names and they're all wrong. And they're all wrong. Go on then. What are the right me, ones? Do you, want me to, do you want me to give you the answer? Yeah, give us the answers. The Crown and the and the Royal Oak. Oh. Oh. Fucking. He sat under a tree Would for a fucking afternoon and they name a pub after him and it becomes really popular. And not the event. <laughs> Charles I. <laughs> Beginning to get a bit like pointless thing, isn't it? <laughs> Come on, Richard, I need a win. Maybe it, should need... have... Maybe it should have been multiple choice answers. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Tone Come it on. down a little I, bit. I, I, game's on. I Richard. blame Let's the quiz go. master. Right, but let's anyway, go. carry on. Question eight. <laughs> I'm starting to blame myself as well. I wish I'd have come back with like super easy questions. <laughs> you could have, you could have told me your audience then. Um, well, hey, hey, hey. I said they were stupid. You well, you, you did say pubby as well. So I, I did, yes. I've just got with some general knowledge and a bit yeah. of politics. We might we We'd might probably been better. Been all right because yeah. yeah. I've niched it. This was in one of your articles. So labeled as one of the UK's smallest pubs, it's called the Nutshell in Bury St Edmunds. Mm -hmm. But what does it measure in feet? Oh, come on. I could have told you the nutshell would have been the answer to the question and that it was in Bury St Edmunds. I don't bloody know how big it is. What, like a square footage? Oh, is it honk six foot what, by how eight How many foot? feet by how many feet? Six by eight. Six, no. Okay. Six bzz, foot's close on bzz, one of them. Bzz, no. Nicky, stop buzzing yeah. like a bee. Um, five by seven. <laughs> I mean, you said six foot is close on one of them. Seven's correct for one of them, and the other number's bigger. Oh. Seven, seven's correct, but what's the other okay, number? Okay, higher buzz, number. Buzz, Nikki. Seven by ten. So, Nikki. <laughs> no. Let's kick him off. Go on, Nikki. Seven by twelve. Fuck, this is painful. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I, I think let's just let's just let's just get Richard I to give us the answer rather like than just reading numbers out. Well. I mean, 
it, it, it's painful, but what what was the answer, Richard? Fifteen feet by seven. Oh. Oh. Um, what's the deal with points here? I feel like I should get one. Fifteen. No, feet by no, seven. no. You don't. You don't do that. Just <laughs> no. Just next question. I'm winning. I'm winning. I mean, right. And if I lose, right. it's going to be bad. Okay. The next one should be a super, super easy question because again, you were it. What is <laughs> what is unusual about the Spread Eagle, which opened in London in 2018? Oh fuck! No, I don't actually. It's in a nursery rhyme. Hey, no, it's not in a nursery. What? Is it the Spread Eagle in Farringdon? I've just got London. <laughs> I don't know if it's in Farringdon or not. It's, I don't know. Spread Eagle. <laughs> I'd, yeah. What's well, unusual about I'm it? I'm starting to agree with uh, Heath at the moment. <laughs> What's <laughs> unusual about it? Yeah. And it opened in 2018. Oh, um... Every other pub is usually something different. This one is specifically for a certain type of people. Um... Ooh. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, doing, I'm taking He's a, taking a of picture of himself like a weirdo. My mate's asking me what I'm doing. I'm just sitting, I'm getting tortured. I'm in Guantanamo Bay. Um, <laughs> what makes it, what's the difference? I mean, if we'd, if we'd have done a Harry Potter quiz. Oh, my God. She'd have been fine. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think we're going to have to pass. Right, I'm gonna, right, okay. Well, it was the UK's first vegan pub. Oh. Oh. You know why I wouldn't know that? You're not a vegan. Because I wouldn't keep that shit in my brain. <laughs> There's no way I'm remembering that. Right. I, 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 I mean, I think we've got, to, we've got to finish the humiliation, you, Richard. Brother? You've got to finish the humiliation. Hit us with question 10, and then we're going to go and cry in the corner. Question 10 is probably the easiest. Really? No, I don't. Um, what is the best entertainment to fill your pub on a midweek night? <laughs> Quiz! Oh, Yes, he gets the point. I beat you all. I am the Grandmaster Quiz Champion 2023. Brilliant. Uh, I'm, I'm off to top myself. Preferably yeah. um, a hashtag quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, um, I, I appreciate the ritual humiliation you just all put us through there. Um, thank you very much for that. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> um, next time, I'll make sure I set them at a, a, a little bit of a, a lower level for the uh, think, for the audience. I think basically, yeah, like, what's Heath's favourite colour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toddler level. Do you, well, I mean, would you like would you like would you like the scores? No. In no. first Absolutely place, not. No. No. no, we don't want the scores, it. Richard. What are you not hearing? No. <laughs> We don't want the scores. <laughs> In second place. No. <laughs> well, I, I want to know whether I beat Nikki. Go on, hit that, us with it. That you could, yeah, of course you beat me. Did I? Yeah. Brilliant. I'll, I'll no, live with that. Nick, Nikki, you got a point. Yeah. What did it, I'd what only did got it? half a <laughs> Oh, how her tune has changed. <laughs> oh, there we go. There she is. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, uh, well, we, we've gone massively over on this on the basis that uh, you lot were rubbish at quizzes. Um, so. We didn't lose, though, did we, Heath? <laughs> no, we didn't. I, I got an ice cream. You don't have one. I'm <laughs> never going to live this down, Richard. Um, you're dead to me as well for putting me through this. Um, but thank you very much for that. <laughs>
No problems at all. Thank you very much for your time and uh, enjoy your day. Thanks, Richard. Cheers, Richard. Thank you. This is the Lock In Podcast and we're at the end of this episode. Um, I'm not entirely sure how we follow that last uh, session. Um, I am the champion. <laughs> and I don't think we're ever going to hear the last of it. No, and it was the complete opposite to what I thought would happen. My, my guess was Ed, you'd win. Mm. I'd come second, Heath would come last. Indeed. That's what I thought would happen. Indeed. That would have been if it had been based on sensible subjects, but um, the fact that he asked us... Oh, hang on, it was about pubs. Oh, yeah. It's it's a waffle, slightly embarrassing. It was out of your magazine that you guys write. Well, you, you I mean, provided the Mickey wrote the, the stories and she still didn't know the Yeah, answers. but also, there was some cheating going on. I mean, aside from the Googling so and cheat. stuff. But you cheat. just were shouting out. It was my go. Yeah. You shouted out. Listen. I could have got that The point. only thing history remembers are the winners. Um, Do you think they're going to remember England rugby on Saturday? I nope. I don't think they're going to remember that you won this quiz, really. They're they? they going to remember you. They will. No. I'm going to make my. So, I mean, we've been through a journey on, on this podcast yeah. from the start of it, in which Heath was, I hate pub quizzes. Why are we doing this podcast? You're yeah. all a bunch of wankers. Don't want to do Any it. Big old strop. Mm-hmm. To him crying about winning. I mean, Heath. Have we changed your opinion on pub no, quizzes? No, I still like pub quizzes, but I am the best pub quiz person in this room. <laughs> There's only three of us. I know, but still, I have the title. Yep. Well, yeah, that is true. You have many other titles as well, which we could we go can through. Think of a break, um, yeah. And you have no soul. Um, right. Darkness. <laughs> let's, oh, let's, we've asked the question of almost everyone. We didn't ask Richard, because um, we just got you were shouting too much about winning. What would your quiz name, quiz team name be? Uh, probably Frank. Frank. Yeah. What? That's what you'd call your team? If I, you I don't like quiz. quizzes. I just there's no point. If you drag me along and you made me name it, and they're all sit there, all these people going, "Ooh, we got a funny quiz name." Ooh, go, Charles. After this, should we go to church? No, it'd be Frank. I've got one for Heath. Artificial oh. intelligence. Oh. Oh, smart yeah, for you, yeah, Edward. Yeah, yeah. But you've yeah. been thinking about that all weekend. No, I googled it earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, what was your team you name? You know then? what my team name is. It what? is my fail-save team name that we quiz, have used. Quiz all over your face. Quiz on my face. Oh, that oh. is... Um, I don't feel this is a safe space right now. I'm feeling like Nikki's looking at us like... I mean, it's... It, yeah. It, yeah. We, we might have to edit that out. Yeah, I'm not sure it's appropriate with... Um, you could just leave it blank. She says something and we go, No, you can't say that! <laughs> How can you say that about that poor no, child? Nikki. No. Wow, wow, wow. No, wow, wow, wow. No, no. You okay. ask me, I give you the answer. So, okay. um, at the end of the day, I still think, like, quizzes suck. No um, fucking chance? What? No, that doesn't work out, no. does it? No fucking are you, chance, you, no. you, you Quiz in my pants. No! But you do daily. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, Heath, go on. No, I just think, like, yeah, I think there's, there's a market for everybody, but I don't know, man. Like, it, this, the, the, I think people did quizzes originally just to drive sales on quiet nights, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's about. But, I mean, the, the, the good, you, don't, you know, there's, there's always one pub that does a really great quiz in an area, and people do go to it. And it is a good way to go out with mates, isn't it? And it's have like, a bit of a laugh. And it's, it's like putting honey to You don't have flies. to talk to each other, you can just do the quiz. God. You know, that's why we try to get you to go to quizzes here because then we don't talk to you. Quizzes. Yeah, I do. Well, you mm. don't hate quizzes because you just won them. And, and you got very excited how, and very how competitive. Excited and how much you've gloated about it since. We ah, are the just, champions. You know, no, I am the you champion. You're not we. There's no we in this. This is me. <laughs> See? Don't stop trying to steal my thunder. I'm the best. 
And yet you hate the quiz. Hate the quiz. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> I did have you. that line in here, actually, but there we go. Uh, uh, that's, uh, well, I'll tell you what, on, on that note... Before he gloats anymore, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna call this off. Yeah, so, I think that's for the best. That is it. Uh, please don't forget to like, share on social, and most importantly, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We wouldn't want our other listener to suffer on their own, and also tell your friends if you've got any heath. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, and we're probably going to be taking a look at service culture and the challenges around tipping. So we shall see you then. 